I'm ready. I got my podcasting knife again. Oh, great. Perfect. Perfect. That served us well last time you had it, though. We joked about it at the beginning, but by the end of the show, damn, were we glad you had that podcasting knife. Yeah, it comes in handy. Yeah, so if you haven't heard, listen to that episode yet, that's a doozy. Review it all you want, star reviewers. Pip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Top Passage, Top Passage. One star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Add the new theme song. That was a Diet Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. So we should, should we get this podcast started, Doug? Yeah, I mean, our listeners really like it when the podcast starts. Uh-huh. Yeah. They don't like that uh, sort of purgatory period in between podcasts. When mm-hmm. they have no purpose in life, <laughs> right, right, and until they push play on our podcast when it pops up mm-hmm. every, you know, whenever mm-hmm. we feel like it, because we're not on your schedule, listeners. <laughs> Once they push play on that podcast, they uh, realize their purpose again, which is to listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then uh, they feel fulfilled until the end of the podcast. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, right now, there's been a new development. I signed us up for a Cameo account. Ooh. You know, the Cameo, where you get a celebrity. Right, where you could get Eric Estrada to tell your mom Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, but now just not just Eric Estrada. You can get Kip and Doug from the Scott and Jeff show. Woo. Yeah. Woo-wee. I know. So I, I, I didn't know how to price it exactly, so I just kind of made a guess on how much it should ta- cost for us to deliver you like a one-minute message. Uh-huh. And I settled at uh, $4,000 a second. Perfect. You think that's about that's, right? That's reasonable. Earlier you said, you know, people have been saving up our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I f- I found out that yeah, mo- almost everybody on Earth has been saving it up because they want to listen to them all at once. So they're waiting. Yeah, they yeah they yeah. haven't listened yet. They're waiting till they like you know get laid off from their job to listen to all of about, them at once. Yeah. What about yeah. this idea though, where we say that the show's ending? We just say that the oh. show's ending, so then people will go like they have to catch up and be get ready for the series finale. Yeah, that's it's a smart business move, Kip, yeah, because I I get my furniture from this place in North Hollywood that has been having a going out of business sale for 15 years. Yeah, that's genius. Genius. Yeah, it's pretty good. I better get in there before so, they they go out of business. We'll talk about it during the, where we do yeah. the show business segment where we talk about show business. Is that after the Kip's Quips segment? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got okay. a good I've got a good one today. A good quip Whew. today. But it's before the Doug's plugs. Mm-hmm. Where you plug your favorite ear plugs, butt plugs, hair plugs. Um, yeah. Dogs. Yeah, I got some new plugs. I got some butt plugs installed on my head. <laughs> when they did it, head. was it when they did it, was it an accident? Um the well the doctor is totally insane. <laughs> okay. I was thing. yeah, there's I was out. I was out. (laughs) Yeah. This wasn't uh, an uh, elective surgery. It was sort of involuntary. He knocked me out on the street and attached a butt plug to my head. It looks pretty good. Just just one? Like a mohawk, sort of. It's kind of like when uh, a cartoon character gets hit with a mallet, Uh you know? When the bump goes up? Yeah, it's that sort of looking deal. So it just looks like I've had a serious head injury is all. Yeah. Like oh, what a human unicorn might look like. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, but it's not at the crown of the head uh, or you know, <laughs> it's not it like off yeah, the forehead. Where they put it in? Just sort of like on the back left side. Oh, that's so a it, placement. Yeah. It's it, not it, placement. Sort of like a Dennis the Menace calic. You know, do you think he was tr- thinking about putting more in, but then you interrupted the procedure? 
Yeah, I might have woken up before uh, I got the, yeah, I got the 100% job that he was looking to do. But, and he ran away quickly. He, he and his, uh, I guess his tech, his his surgical tech that was with him. I don't know. They both look crazy. Don't you go to Dr. Giggles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Giggles, uh, the guy who played the disabled guy from L.A. Law, right? That's a movie, right? With a, it's like a dentist that killed and murders people or something. What is it? What's oh, Doctor Larry Giggles? Drake. That's right, Doctor Giggles. What year? Ninety-two. Right. Tosh movie picks of the day. Tremors I remember thinking Doctor Giggles was pretty fun, but I probably saw it like when I was really young. And again, as I've said many times on this podcast, any time I watched a movie <laughs> as a kid, I loved it. <laughs> Anyway, yes, let's start. Well, I was wondering if we had started already. Uh, let's finish. Let's okay. finish this podcast. We All got right. the last 55 minutes to do. This is the... Sorry. This is the... <laughs> sorry, this... I'm sorry, I kind of misread my script here. Uh, uh, a lot hold of on, let me speed up the teleprompter. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't know this about the show, but it's entirely scripted. Yeah, it's... it's a uh, scripted show. It, every, it's a lot of work. Yeah, every little nuance. It's like a, people compare it to like a Coen Brothers pr- process. Right, and we don't go off script. There's no improv. Kip and I are not improvisers. No, we're performers. This was written. Me talking about us not being improvisers. Yeah. Do you know? Who, do you know that this show is written by? Uh, should we say who it's written by? I don't know. If we. I don't know. He probably wouldn't. Donald Glover. Mmm. Yeah. 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 He gets paid handsomely yeah. by the top podcast uh, companies in the world to write our podcasts. Yeah, and then there's a, there was one that the Duffer Brothers directed. Yes, yeah, one episode yeah. That the Duffer mm-hmm. Brothers. Uh, it was pretty special. A lot of a lot of visual effects. Today's uh, episode is directed by Catherine Bigelow. So, Ooh, yeah! Congratulations to her. This is the podcast mm-hmm. that takes the world of reviews and flips them on their head, you know? Because <laughs> when you're looking for a product or something, you're reading all the reviews, right? And then yeah. who, who are you going to believe? The people that give it the one star, the people that give it the five star? You kind of have to like figure out what type of person's leaving the review and if you'd believe them or not in a weird way. I yeah, I think the best rule of thumb is don't believe I- any reviewer. <laughs> They're all liars. They're all just uh, <laughs> looking for attention. Yeah. In the strangest place possible, an Amazon review. <laughs> uh, right. People come here to listen to us review reviews. My name is Kip, your name is Doug, and you're our guest today. Congratulations, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is where we tell each other what we got. And uh, do you want to give them a preview of what you got or just get right into it? <laughs> I think I could just get right into it. All right. Let's go. All right. So a little while ago, you talked about this plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. Sure. Dr. Who, Mirza. Yeah. Right? Dr. Mirza, who had yeah. a group on for plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I found another yeah. guy named Gary Tukowski, <laughs> okay, MD, okay. Doctor Gary. Okay, what kind of doctor who, is he? He's a well, not a very good one. <laughs> okay. um, he's a cosmetic surgeon, All according right. to his Yelp page. All right. And uh, he also does Groupons, and this is from Liz H of Huntington Beach. She wrote this last April. Okay. And says, this doctor has the worst bedside manners I have ever seen. I went in for lipo on my hips. Mm -hmm. He decided to examine my entire body and then tried to convince me that everything was wrong with me. He told me that he wasn't making any profit from the Groupon, which is why he tries to upsell. He told her that? (laughs) It's amazing, right? (laughs) That's how you know you're in good hands. <laughs> well, at least you know he's somewhat of a straight shooter if he tells you that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the Groupon itself should be the first clue that... It's like you don't see a doctor out on a corner flipping a sign around. 
doctor services. <laughs> uh, anyway, she goes on. So I agreed to an additional procedure, which turned out to be a total waste of money. Another thing they did that was wrong <laughs> is that they allowed my ex-husband to be in the room and observe me while I was having surgery. <laughs> Why would they let that happen? Is he another doctor at the? There must be. There must be some explanation, right? She says they never asked for my consent, and if they did, I wouldn't have. I would have said no. Which means I was he, so. I was really so embarrassed for some reason. I was so embarrassed after my ex told me that I look like a rag doll, completely naked, having my fat sucked out. Who invited so, him? It, <laughs> <laughs> How did they get a hold? Of, how did they get a I, hold of her ex-husband? I don't know. Like, <laughs> did did he drive her to the thing, and then the doctor <laughs> mid-surgery is like, "Hey, want to check something out? Want to see this?" I think she's knocked out. Get in here. <laughs> check out this flat that skin. That is, it's so crazy. <laughs> uh, but I don't think Yelp is the place. She needs to go to the police department. Like, this is outrageous. Also, the idea that he would want to see it, because even if he was invited, he didn't have to say yes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, I've been in the rooms for surgeries. Uh, what? When I worked on, yeah, when my ex-wife was, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> when uh, <laughs> I worked on that show, Big Medicine, about uh, obese people getting bariatric surgeries. Oh, yeah. And then there's yeah. this... Uh, they lose a lot of weight so fast that their skin, um, they have all this excess skin. And so there's a cosmetic surgery where they take off this like massive amounts of skin, like pounds and pounds of skin. And I was in the, <laughs> I was in the, uh, surgery room for that. No, you doing, o- doing That's audio. A job. That's the type of job to quit. And, uh, no i thought it i thought it was pretty interesting like surgeons are really skilled and i was just holding you know i was holding the boom so you're you're, you're trying to get in there and get all those kind of skin slicing those skin slicing sounds and the squishy uh well the one thing they didn't warn me about is that they use this like laser to cut through the skin and it just the smell of burning human flesh was not something I was prepared for, and I almost passed out. The grossest thing, though, out of that whole show was there was this guy um, who weighed like 800 pounds or something, and when these people get so big, before the surgery, they have to put that tube down your throat. Yeah. But they can't... They usually do that on a, a normal-sized person while they're unconscious. Okay. But... With these people, they can't do it because there's uh, there's a, a chance that their throats would just close wow. if they're unconscious unco- without that thing already in. Huh. So they have to shove that thing like down their throat. <laughs> and the noises this guy made when they were shoving this thing down his throat <laughs> were so crazy. Oh, it was... And, and I was were, like, you were checking the levels on it. <laughs> yeah, I had like headphones on. I'm like, holy shit! Oh wow! But he was like, <laughs> that's my approximation. A Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna read another one here. Uh, Miss R from Chino, California. This is from 2014. Says. My brother purchased a Groupon for $750 liposuction on the jaw. Okay. Okay. Simple enough, right? He just wanted to get rid of his double chin. Oh, okay. I thought we would be out in an hour and a half tops. We were there four hours. Yes. surgery, isn't it? Four hours. I was going nuts in the waiting room. She didn't get invited back. Um, she d- to witness her brother's jaw <laughs> lipo. What she makes it ex husband's only man? <laughs> <laughs> no brothers and sisters or husbands allowed. Yeah, just ex husband from beyond <laughs> this point. Okay. 
What makes the matter more ridiculous is the fact that my brother was the only patient. I asked one of the workers there to let me see my brother because I was so bored. She wasn't worried. She was just bored. (laughs) He told me the doctor told him he needed lipo on his cheeks, too. This doctor is comical. He tried to give him Botox, too. LOL, WTF. My brother is only 24. This doctor... Is so thirsty, it's funny. I think he spent over an hour on the consultation telling my brother every procedure he needed done. Bottom line, there is a reason why their prices are below market in 90210. Huh. They got they set up shop in Beverly Hills, though, huh? Yeah. That's pretty yep. good. That you get that Beverly Hills address, and then all of a sudden you're a plastic surgeon, and anybody will believe that you are like did the plastic surgery for the stars if you have that zip code. Whose plastic maybe. surgery did you do? Oh, let's see. I did. Um, I did uh, that that lady that turned herself into a cat that you see on the internet. Uh, I did <laughs> yeah. uh, Jay Leno's chin. Uh, anyone, anyone with just the biggest lips you've ever seen? That was me. <laughs> uh, so I found these reviews by going on Yelp, and I just searched for the word penis. And oh, uh, you got some good stuff. And it <laughs> auto-filled to penis enlargement and then penis. And then the third one was penis massage. Huh. So people have people have been on Yelp searching penis massage. <laughs> Are you going to one of those penis massage parlors where they <laughs> never even fake the massage on your shoulders or your back? They just... <laughs> focus in on all the different areas of the penis kind of <laughs> yeah yeah oh there's a lot of tension in the uh, bottom left hand side of your penis uh, yeah and they get really mad when you get erect like what's come on what's going on i'm trying to massage your penis here and you're getting all turned on this is ridiculous i'm gonna have to ask you to leave sir uh Anyway, so this is one of the reviews that that came up, and it's from Barry M. Okay. And I'll just read his first one from 2014. And he says, I feel mutilated after Dr. Tukowski performed surgery on my ears and nose. Everything is uneven. Different shapes and sizes on each side. And the asymmetry is horrendous. I feel like he completely ruined my face, and I have already gone to another doctor to have this corrected. Hmm. He makes you sign an arbitration agreement about 20 minutes before you go in for surgery, (laughs) so you can't sue him. Yeah, of course he does. And then won't give you a copy of what you signed. Oh, and don't expect him to actually be there when you have a follow-up appointment. Whenever I ask him about the unevenness and red raised bulbous scars, he insists that everything is normal and that my surgery looks great. Yeah. He has his, yeah. he has his yeah. staff come in and tell you how great you look. <laughs> and they make fun of you if you don't agree. He told me the reason the results were asymmetrical was because my face was crooked. Wow. wow. Paid $5,500. Wow. Stay away from this butcher. By the way... His staff are just as bad. I had to turn them in to the medical board for failure to provide me a copy of my post-surgery medical report. After reading Dr. Tukowski's report, my new doctor wouldn't even touch me. I don't understand that. Stay away. Find an actual good doctor. Okay, and there. after this review was written, it appears that someone wrote a response four years later, but that response isn't here. But Hmm. Barry's response to the response is here and he says it's interesting that the response comes four years after the actual work was administered i had to have my ears redone along with my nose and even more interesting is you also tried to sell me on penis enlargement without (laughs) ever having seen my penis just pathetic Just by looking at you, I could tell you could use a little uh, enlargement uh, down there, you know. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, yeah, because we've all heard of uh, Big Dick Energy. This guy's coming in with some LDE. 
There was something else funny in there that you kind of glazed over was that he had a, he had had his ears done. Put my ears on backwards. I really wish what? these people would would include pictures. You know, they you take know? your ears off when they do the facelift. They have to take your ears off and set them off to the side, and then he put them on backwards on the wrong sides of the head. <laughs> <laughs> and I look ridiculous. <laughs> uh, do you think, like, I... I also been in these uh, plastic surgeons' office on those shows where they take the marker and yeah. they they yeah. like draw yeah. on the person, yeah, which is really strange to me. It, it's uh... and then do they use those lines or is that those are <laughs> consultation lines or when they're doing they just go all right let's go to the surgery and they cut along those lines. Yeah, I guess they're no they're <laughs> consultation lines. They, those go away. I imagine that'd be funny though if they did that just. And your surgery will be in two weeks, but you got to keep the lines on there on your face. But I like I the those. idea of them drawing a penis on the person's <laughs> penis with that marker. <laughs> All right. And this is so how that's... here's here's how big it is now, and here's how big it could be. <laughs> drawn like a line on his leg or something. Yeah, on his leg. <laughs> Down here on a leg. <laughs> Uh, so that's our trip to Beverly Hills. Kip, what you got? Uh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, I could talk. I got a couple things I could talk about. My trip to Disneyland. So you All went right. to Disneyland the first yeah. day it was open, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, it was at like I don't know twenty percent capacity or something. So well, that's longest, a dream. The longest line anywhere was thirty minutes. That's amazing. And that and at that point you were just like, fuck this, 30 minutes. Let's go ride the one that's like a five minute wait. <laughs> right. You when know? you have two little kids, yeah, I can see that. And then sure. there was and then Ruby did something that really impressed me was that we were gonna try to go on star tours, which I've never gone on before, but there was a height limit. And she immediately, without me really consulting her about it, went on her tiptoes and hit her head on the thing <laughs> to try to make sure that she was tall enough to go in, and then the lady called her out on it. <laughs> and I was like, no, okay, let's measure you for real. And she was under it. And, oh. and she got, they turned her away, and I was like, Ruby, that was awesome. That was such a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you some taller shoes next time, you know? Oh, yeah. So that was cool. That's a good idea. Uh, so And Ruby, that Ruby's three. She'll be four kind of pretty soon. And then uh, Romy's first trip to Disneyland. You know, and Romy's just kind of can kind of start talking. She can like say, hi, Minnie. Went on a lot of Dumbo type shit for a guy that does a podcast about reviews. I did not read the reviews before I took a two year old girl on a couple of the rides. Mm hmm. Too of them, scary. Yeah, they were they, one of them was Pinocchio. Which was for some oh, yeah. reason it's fucking terrifying. psychotic, like terrifying. Didn't know that at all. Well, There's that like... whole scene where they turn into donkeys is one of the most terrifying. Yeah, scenes that's on the in ride of cinema. That's yeah. on the ride for sure. And so some of the reviews mention that area of the ride. She was. I, I could kind of hear her saying like, like at some point it's like that you get eaten by the whale, but it's not like a fun do 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 whale. It's like it's super dark and loud and like. This thing kind of pops up out of nowhere and kind of swallows you. And she was just kind of like, all done, Dada. All done. All done. All done. <laughs> and I was a, like, yeah, let's get out of here. That's a funny way of saying, yeah. like, I'm uh, terrified. Yeah, and I was like, let's get out of here. But th some of these reviews, said, most of the reviews are about this. As Janine says, uh, what about the child slavery featured in Pinocchio's Daring Journey ride? I was uh -huh. shocked and surprised to see the depiction of child slavery and animal cruelty on the Pinocchio ride involving two donkey boys in cages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't like the child slavery part of it. <laughs> it seems. There was a lot of those. Those uh, those are my favorite animated movies are the ones about child slavery. <laughs> this, uh, Janet says, uh, we didn't know the ride was so dark and scary. I think we traumatized our two-year-old. Thanks for the warning, Disneyland. You know, and what I would say <laughs> yeah. to that person is like, hey, just go read a review of what the ride's like and don't take your fucking two year old on a ride that's scary. Except for <laughs> I did it. I already did, did that. I'm this person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is this is one for another ride I took her on, which was Alice in Wonderland. I took mm, the two year old yeah, girl. Another psychedelic 
yeah. journey. Which I didn't con- consider at the time. I was just like, a, Ruby had just kind of watched the cartoon, so I was just like, oh, this has got to be a safe one. And it was like the exact same. It was just like super dark, yeah. like herky-jerky car, and things popping out and screaming at you. Like, it's like a... They're all like haunted houses. Yeah, it's like a bad mushroom trip. Yeah, so this guy, Stephen T., gives uh, this Alice in Wonderland ride one star and says, I have never seen the cartoon or read the book or whatever. So it's not like I was exposed to these characters in my life, but this was just awful. Again, this is a ride for 11-year-old girls, and if you are an 11-year-old girl reading this, you will love it. (laughs) Yeah, right? I, I like how you read that. Because it's probably not how he intended it. You will love it. It's capitalized. You You will will. love it if you're an 11-year-old girl. This guy knows what 11-year-old girls love. Well, he's just fully admitting. He says, this is a ride for... He gives it one star. Then says, this is a ride for 11-year-old girls. And then says, if you're an 11-year-old girl reading this, you'll love it. Yeah, he he should give it more than one star then. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, he should say, this ride completely delivers because I shouldn't have been on this ride. I'm like a 40-year-old man. <laughs> right. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I, a- I, I always wonder what that person's doing. I mean, if he has kids, great. But if he's just at a Disneyland going on the Alice in Wonderland ride yeah. by himself, like, yeah. let's keep an eye on him. Yeah, there should be like uh, uh, people from like uh, the various uh, law enforcement agencies watching single people get on kids' rides. Yeah, like if. <laughs> Here's one. Uh, well, this is this this ride is in um, Toontown, and it's the Roger Rabbit ride. Oh, that sounds fun. Also yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah, which was the same thing: herky jerky spinning around. Kind of, but this woman says, "But Lisa this one has C. like big boobs." I yeah, but somewhere maybe I had to cover yeah. her eyes. I had to cover Romy's eyes, and the big boobs came out. Uh, Lisa C gives this one a one star and says, "What a disappointment! I am currently in line of the Roger Rabbit ride with my three-year-old grandbaby when she asked me what is in the baby Herman's hand." I am speaking of the animated baby sitting in the stroller branding a large cigar. I know it's not a baby. The adults around me know it's not a baby, but she's three, as I am forced to lie to her and say it's a burnt carrot. I think to myself... (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just like... <laughs> you don't have to say any. You don't have to say anything. Like when she says, "What's in your hand?" You could also say, "It's a cigar. It's something adults use." Like these people who have no, like they can't have a conversation with their kid. I know. It's so weird. And also, like, it's not like the three-year-old's gonna immediately take up cigar smoking. They can't. They can't legally get cigars three-year-olds and nor would they want them they'd want, probably want cigarettes no and uh, it would be a good idea like give your kid a puff of a cigar and that kid will never smoke a cigar yeah. again yeah you heard like, it from doug perkins three, if you give a three-year-old a cuban that's it that's what you're not gonna every, every time you see a three-year-old they're not gonna enjoy it yeah i give him a cuban cigar uh, she says, I think to myself, what a disgraceful message to display in front of so many innocent minds. She oh says, God. they should get a clue and remove the symbol of death. Disney people, please remember our little ones and how influential they are. <laughs> not quite I understand, exactly. understand yeah. what they're yeah, yeah. trying to say. We should not have to explain why a baby in a stroller is waving a cigar on a child's ride. One yeah, star. and you don't have to. You really don't have to. You could just say, here's a list of options. You could say, I don't know. That's option one. You could say option two. Oh, I think that's something called a cigar. It's it, Only idiots smoke she, cigars, though. She, uh, you know? she includes a picture of the baby smoking the cigar that she must have like snapped off real fast when she was like oh my god look at my phone out she probably went on it again 
to take a picture of the baby with a cigar. Right? She probably it's, waited another hour and went in. But the these people shouldn't leave the house. Like, <laughs> there is so much. Like, in a grocery store, you see a, a Bud Light, like, cardboard cutout of a woman in a bikini, like, with a bunch of Bud Lights. Yeah. You know, there's just nowhere you can go in a <laughs> in a major metropolitan area where you're not going to run into something that this person finds offensive. Right. You're right. So just, like... You're right. So just stay at home, put on your fucking bonnet, and uh, read the Bible. Uh, and here's gonna... the thing. The per... That kid is going to be under the thumb of this parent, you know, a, a very strict upbringing, and is immediately going to turn to cigars and cigarettes <laughs> as soon as they can. Yeah. They're going to rebel. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I could sum this thing up uh, by saying that if I would have known that the Pinocchio ride was going to be so, like, scary. I would have made Stephanie take Romeo on it so I wouldn't get so many nightmares. <laughs> right, right. How how did you <clears throat> explain child slavery to Romeo? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, you cuz she didn't bring it up, but I figured somebody had to. So we had that talk. Yeah. Some people don't have that talk with their kids until they're like in high school. But we had that talk. As we go to break, uh, to the the uh, sultry sounds of Doug Perkins. Take it away, Doug. Uh, okay, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> That's the sound. The sound that the guy was making when they were lasering his flesh off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes! <clears throat> All right, break time. Welcome back episode. to the break. It's time to check in on show business. Doug, do you have any show business? Oh, business about this yeah. show? Yeah. Let me check the email here, the Tosswissage okay. email. That's Tosswissage at gmail.com. Tosswissage at gmail.com. Oh, did you did you get Jmail? Jmail. Jmail. How did you spell which? Where did you? Did you get our site through Gmail? G, uh, Gmail. No, it's G. G A M A I L. Gmail. <laughs> that, right. Maybe that has something to do with us not getting any emails. Tosspassage at Gmail. Dot com. Maybe like you've been saying. We thought you were saying Gmail dot com. Ah. Uh, we assumed, we assumed, we assumed, I think everybody assumed that you were saying gmail.com because it's very prevalent, you know? Yeah. Less so than the service you used. The French service. Well, shit. Well, I'm get. here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sign up for tosswissage at gmail.com. How are you spelling it? How are you spelling it, though? G-E-E-M-A-I-L. <laughs> No. Gmail. That exists? You can sign up for that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty yeah. good, man. I think that'll that's, that'll be more popular than Gmail. Gmail, you mean. Yeah, and it's already spelled like it sounds. You know, oh, hold on. Yeah, I'll be off, right back. Know. I just want to thank our sponsor for today's show, the 99 Cent Store, um, where I do all of my shopping. I've got my 
list here of all the things I need to get uh, at the 99 cent store after the show. Let's see here. I got a raspberry Doritos. Got to get some of those. Those I'm sure they have those at the 99 cent store. Uh, I need some. Uh, I need a pair of 2009 New Year's Eve glasses, and you know they have that there. Um, and then uh, I need uh, one can of uh, Rocky Road soda. Okay, here we go. Or a three I'm liter. Right. I need a three liter of Rocky Road soda. I'm going to the oh, 99 this... cent store, yeah, later. Oh. I'll pick some stuff up if you need me to pick you up anything. Yeah, can you pick me up uh, some all-purpose spice that just says that on the uh, sure. container? Yeah, I think they'll have that. I was thinking about getting a, a couple kind of like a, a couple assorted rotten fruits. Also oh, got yeah. that on the list. <clears throat> I bet they'll have the that there. Bag. Yeah. Um, some Dr. Shadow. Yeah. A uh, soda. Yeah, okay, I got that. I'll put that on the list. Um, how about these uh, orange cream Oreos? Oh, yeah. Oreos that with orange-flavored cream in the middle. Okay, let's time to start our next segment, Doug. It's called, What Else You Got? Doug, what else you got? I got a, I got a uh, sex scene from the Jack Reacher audiobook from the number one Jack Reacher novel, Killing floor. <laughs> All right. Great. All right. Here, here we go. All parts read by Dick Hill. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> it's, the first, it's the first ever Jack Reacher novel. But, to uh, feature live sex in the recording <laughs> booth? <laughs> yeah, they wanted it. You know, it was the first novel. They wanted to get it right. Yeah. So Dick Hill, uh, <laughs> since he does both voices, I guess sure. he fucked himself. <laughs> And then the house was hot. Okay, here we go. Still. Hold on. <clears throat> I slept on. The only way to get our hands were lazily caressing unfamiliar contours. Oh, I nailed it. Stop and lay gasping. Unfamiliar contours. Totally spent with this old. I pulled her to me uh. and we kissed. Hmm. Tomorrow, I told myself I had no choice <laughs> anyway. Hubble hadn't shown up. Nothing else I could do. So we got back in the Chevy together and nosed down the winding driveway. Cruised hmm. down Beckman. The buildings thickened up at the bottom of the mile. We jinked around the church. The little village green with the statue of old Caspar Teal was ahead. Reacher, Roscoe said, you'll be around for a while, right? Until we get this thing about your brother straightened out? I guess I will, I said. Where are you going really to stay? She seducing asked. himself, isn't he? I don't know, I said. She pulled over to the curb near the lawn, nudged the selector into park. Uh-oh. She had a tender look on her face. I want you to come home with me, she Ooh. said. <laughs> I felt like I was out of my mind, but I was burning up with it, so I pulled her to me, and mm. we kissed. Yeah. That fabulous first kiss. Oh, yeah. The new and unfamiliar mouth and hair <laughs> and taste and smell. She kissed hard and long and held on tight. <laughs> we came up for air a couple of times before she took off again for her place. Hmm. She blasted a quarter mile down the street, which opened up opposite Beckman Drive. I saw a blur of greenery in the sun as she swooped into her driveway. Get back the to the sex. <laughs> we more or less tumbled out and ran to the door. She used her key and we went in. Oh, the door swung make shut. Make sure to include that. She was back in my arms. We kissed and stumbled through to her living room. She was a foot shorter than me, and her feet were off the ground. <laughs> we tore each other's clothes off like they were on fire. She was gorgeous, firm and strong, and a shape like a dream, skin like silk. She pulled me to the floor through bars of hot sunlight from the window. It was frantic. We were rolling, and nothing could have stopped us. It was like the end of the world. We shuddered to a stop and lay gasping. We were bathed in sweat, totally spent. (laughs) We lay there, clasped and caressing. Then she got off me and pulled me up. We kissed again as we staggered through to her bedroom. She pulled back the covers on the bed and we collapsed in, <laughs> held each other, and fell into a deep afterglow stupor. Hmm. I was wrecked. I felt like all my bones and sinews were rubber. <laughs> I lay in the unfamiliar bed and drifted away to a place far beyond relaxation. I was floating. Roscoe's warm heft was snuggled beside me. I was breathing through her hair. 
Our hands were lazily caressing unfamiliar contours. She asked me if I wanted to go find a motel or to stay there with her. I laughed and told her the only way to get rid of me now would be to go fetch a shotgun from the station house and chase me away. I told her even that might not work. She giggled and pressed even closer. I wouldn't fetch a shotgun, she whispered. I'd fetch some handcuffs. I'd chain you to the bed and keep you here forever. We dozed through the afternoon. <laughs> remember, just remember that it's the same guy doing both voices. So you kind of get lost for a second, and then you kind of comes back to you that it's oh, it's just this one guy, Dick yeah, Hill. It's, it's Dick Hill. Mostly, he described the that feeling after the sex was over. Yeah, uh, it, thank God. Yeah, that's he doesn't. Over. He doesn't include the details of the actual sex. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. more like everything that happens before and after. Yeah. Different kind of book, I guess. It'd be funny, <laughs> right. it'd be funny if it was like all written as kind of like the Jack Reacher sex scenes were just super hardcore. <laughs> it, right? Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> I've always thought it would be funny to uh, write just like a a fucking awesome mystery thriller, and then yeah, yeah throw something <laughs> like that in at the end as a. And so that basically the whole book is a prank. <laughs> this is a um, review for the new Resident Evil 7 video game. All right. Resident Evil 7. And this person, this is a, or this person, um, this person gives it uh, one star and says, Warning, there is no rat intercourse. Uh, and his okay. review says, uh, I was told there was a cut scene which shows rats having intercourse. This is a lie. So if you're buying this game to see the rat intercourse, I would instead put your money into buying the film Rodent Rodeo, where there is rat intercourse aplenty. One star <laughs> for the new Resident <laughs> Evil video game. Uh, what else you got, Doug? Okay, here's a uh, review for... Um, Calvin Klein men steal micro hip briefs. These are like bikini briefs, and p- a lot of the reviewers leave pictures of themselves in these briefs. Really, it's it's sort of like a uh, audition for like underwear modeling auditions. I think so. It also just looks like yeah, a grinder, you know, the app. But anyway, Jay so they're using they're using the Amazon reviews for the boxers instead of Grinder. Is it cheaper or something to do it <laughs> yeah, there? I don't know. <laughs> but okay, so J. So, a. Geary uh, gives it five stars and says, okay. "Amazing, life's too short to wear crappy underwear. My boys deserve to ride in limousines, and these CK micro hip products are the deal." The fit is great, super comfortable all around and all day, and they hold up well in the wash. No fly, no prob. My old boxers, tidy whities and other droopies are now in the oil rig bin in the garage. These are worth every penny. Yeah. So he uses uh, the term great super. Do you see that? <laughs> the fit so, is great super. So And check out a, this... Dash of me, check out this picture of me wearing them with my half chub that I worked up for the pick. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, let's put them in the oily, oily rag bin in the garage. The that's oil like rag the, bin. That's what you're supposed yeah. to like not have in your garage, right? Because they spontaneously combust. <laughs> that's like how all, a lot of house fires start. Oh, yeah. They go oily rags together. They like, when on a hot good day, po- they'll just catch good fire. Good point. We we could check in with this guy and yeah. see if he's still alive. Yeah, because tell him. he's probably dead from a oil rig fire. Yeah. And don't get near that oil rig bin with this hot picture of your dick <laughs> that you included in this review, because that will sh- assuredly set that thing ablaze. And this guy, who also included a not as great a picture, <laughs> says these fit well, and I think they look nice on me. Plain and simple, and it's a a picture of him wearing them but it's an ass pick and (laughs) is he wearing a shirt like is that a belt 
No, I think that's the, the band, so the waistband. But the they're a bit see-through or uh, transparent. What is he doing, though? Is he, like, riding an exercise bike? What's he <laughs> up to? Is he just leaning over? Yeah, I think he's just kneeling on his bed. Who's taking that picture? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Selfie stick? <laughs> oh, here's one that's... Uh, worth discussing arthur goldschmidt gives calvin klein briefs five stars and says not so brief on briefs that's the headline Mm -hmm. i prefer a rather scanty swimsuit when i am doing water aerobics for exercise my problem as the only man in a female group is to find something to wear underneath now that the jock strap has almost vanished I had intended to buy a package of three cotton briefs to wear under my swimsuit but the calvin klein Hip briefs were what I could find. <laughs> they feel great, and they keep my privates well protected under my swimsuit. You're not supposed to wear underwear under your swimsuit. Right? Even picture, it's, hard, it's hard to even picture what he's talking about. So he wants to... So he wants, like, I could see somebody, maybe like a kid that wears like those like big board shorts or something, maybe wearing them as regular shorts and wearing underwear underneath them or something, right? Yeah. But like tidy, like bikini, he wants to wear a scanty swimming suit, right? When doing uh, yeah. water aerobics for exercise, he says. Uh, yeah, but that that should be enough. Yeah. Like the, so, the tight-fitting swimsuit yeah. should be enough unless, yeah, I don't know, unless. He's not well, filling it out properly or something but the he he also infers that he at one point in time wore a jock strap underneath (laughs) but that's frowned upon (laughs) now nobody in the history of swimming or pools has ever worn a jock strap underneath their swimsuit i'm pretty sure (laughs) like the water the water makes it so that there can be no violence in your groin. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, aren't like, those type of swimsuits, though, are supposed to be doing that job? They're supposed right. to keep yeah, everything yeah, yeah. nice and tight, right? Yeah, that's why they call what uh, grape smugglers. Oops, my swimsuit came off. Good thing I have these underwear on that are... <laughs> That are slightly bigger than my scant my scanties. So that's what else I got. What else you got? Here we go. This is one that I found from uh, Hershey Park. Do you know what Hershey Park is? Yes, in uh, Pennsylvania. It's a chocolate themed amusement park. Oh, it's a. I thought it was a name of a city. I guess that's just Hershey. Yeah, Hershey, Hershey is where the chocolate. Was uh, originally discovered by the oh, uh, in the Korea. in the chocolate mines. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. That's where mm-hmm. that, that's where a lot of people work in the chocolate mines there in Hershey, Pennsylvania. This first da- Dar- Daria J. Okay, she gives it one star and she says, "Why is there only one funnel cake place here, and there is only three? <laughs> Sorry, I gotta start this over. Okay, damn it. Okay, she says, "Why is there only one funnel cake place here, and there is only three flavors?" I had my clothes in a locker, came back, and they were gone. <laughs> That's the whole review, one star. So she goes, shit, yeah. really. <laughs> I, like these, I like these reviews where the person hasn't even gathered their thoughts yet. <laughs> They're just like, got to get this out. Funnel but there's cake. also like no place to get funnel cake outside of theme parks and stadiums. Yeah, you're right. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I like, so she must see. be really disappointed with the rest of the world. I kind of, I funnel cake. Kind of want a funnel cake. Yeah. Can you do? You think you could find a way to get one delivered right now? That'd be an interesting mm. task. It would be interesting to uh, get Uber Eats at home from Dodger Stadium. <laughs> I just so. want that. That food, yeah, yeah, where the guy has to pay for a ticket and go into the stadium. Yeah. To get your food and bring it to your house where you're watching the Dodgers game. That would be pretty awesome, though, wouldn't it? Um, but that's a great review. I, I really like that. So she also she left a bunch of clothes, or she had 
Maybe yeah. she had extra clothes in case she went on like a log ride. Or maybe she maybe she uh, went into the bathroom and took a shower. You know, and while she was showering in the theme Someone park shower, me. somebody uh, some pranksters took her clothes. So she showered in the bathroom and then she had to go back into the park totally naked and buy funnel cakes to cover up herself. <laughs> <laughs> the funnel cakes. Uh, here's one more from the Hershey Park. Um, I want from... more from that lady. I oh, like her. St- I, should, I yeah. like her review style. I should, find, I should find some more of her reviews. You're right. Yeah, I needed uh, to be better about that. Looking up when someone writes a really crazy review of finding their others. This is from uh, Eric T, who says about Hershey Park, never again. This place is everything I hate about capitalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The diabolical Carney running one of the games lied to my five-year-old, and she swore she would give my daughter a stuffed unicorn if we gave her $10 to play a game we didn't even want to play, and then insisted that she had never said that and made my little girl cry. I promise <laughs> she really told us that in no uncertain terms. Oh, man, that's a great move. Carnies don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's uh, Anything it's, else? It's time for anything else. Anything else, Doug? I ain't got shit. You got anything else? I have 25 toothbrush reviews, but I'm not going to read them. Thank God. Yeah, so I think that's <laughs> it for the show. Do you want to uh, say goodbye to the people? Goodbye, people. Great having you here in the in, in our podcast living room. And we hope to see you next time um, when we podcast. Yeah, rate the podcast one star, please. Anywhere you can. Yes. We really tried to make this episode a one-star episode. So let us know if we succeeded with a one-star review. You don't have to just review us on uh, Podbean. You know, you could review us on Apple Podcasts. You could review us on uh, Amazon. You could review us on uh, like a like Spotify. a bathroom, the in the bathroom stall. Scratch yeah. it in there. You could uh, leave us a review in like one of those things when you go to the Airbnb, and then they have that book where you uh, everybody talks about if they enjoyed their stay or not. You know, you could write it in there. That's fine with us. Just make sure and- it's you like it or hate it. You gotta rate it. One star. And if any of you would like to join me, I'm going to watch my ex-wife's surgery this week. Uh, <laughs> just shoot me an email, tosswissage at gmail.com. Um, I got a couple tickets. I got them on, St- on StubHub. The plastic surgeon is on Groupon and StubHub. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go watch that. She looks like a rag doll all naked and shit. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> and uh, remember, there's lots of podcasts out there. If you don't like this one, try another one. Your art.